You're listening to Gifted with Sheila White, a podcast that will inspire you. Its purpose is to uplift and entertain creatives to pursue their passions through their gifts. Sheila White is a film and television producer, author, and entrepreneur. And in each episode, Sheila talks with gifted individuals about their journey and the lessons they've learned. It will also inspire you to make an impact, living your best purpose-driven life with clarity. And now, here's your host, Sheila White. Welcome, welcome, friends, to another episode. I am so excited. I've got some great gentlemen to talk to today. The Funk Brothers with the Z on the end. That's right. We're going to get down with the get down today. Really excited because on Gifted with Sheila White, we talk to individuals that are using their gifts to impact the world in relationships, entertainment, education, business, health, and spirituality. So I am grateful that you tuned in on today to get this empowering information. These music moguls have it going on. And I am really excited to to share them with you on today. But before we get into today's conversation, I would like for you to share this podcast with family or friends. Let someone know that Gifted with Sheila White is on and share this information. Just go ahead and subscribe to this podcast and let others know about the gifted people that we talk to every week. Now, I'm so excited that I get to talk to the Funk Brothers today, the Funk Brothers with the Z on the end, that is. My special guest with me today is Mr. Jerome Cunningham and also Arnell Grady. They are some of the founding members of this awesome musical group, Funk Brothers. And I'm telling you all, if you all love good music like I do, I'm talking about hand clapping, hip swagging, feet tapping <laughs> music, then this is the band that you want to hear. They are rising like dough. Welcome, gentlemen, to the show today. <laughs> Thank you for having Thank us. You for Thank having you for having us. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to begin a little bit with you, um, Jerome, because your background as a drummer and with R&B and soul and funk and rock and music, you have an extensive background, not only as an artist, but you've done so many things working with other great people. Tell our audience a little bit about yourself and about your past. Um, well, I'm pretty much self-taught musician. I taught myself how to play the drums probably in fifth grade. Then I wanted to play the guitar, but it had too many strings on it. So I, don't, I just played the bass <laughs> string. So. I took the high strings off and taught myself to play the bass and basically just playing um, off my ear, all the kind of music I heard on the radio, my whole, you know, from rock to funk, anything. And I just kind of learned that way from there. And as I got older, I played in a band in high school and I went to the Air Force, spent two years in Germany. Over there, I had a, a roommate that was a little bit light skinned than me. So he played all this <laughs> rock music. So for oh. two years, I learned everything you can imagine for rock. And I gave him all the funk music. But that <clears> widened, <throat> my, my, widened my respect of music. So when I came home, I started a, a funk band. And I think eventually I started bumping into Arnell Grady somewhere <laughs> on the basketball court. But I won't say where. About 40 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, it's yeah, interesting. It a long way. A long you know. Way. You mentioned about the funk, one's doing the funk and one is doing, how did you come up with the name? Because I know there's another group that has that name, but how did, why, how did you decide to settle on that particular name, Funk Brothers with the Z on the end? 
Uh, the truth is, we had a studio. Um, I had a record label, and we were recording like different artists, like gospel artists, all kind of artists. And my deacon from my church told my church we had a band, but we didn't have a band. Okay. So they hired us to do a show at the church. So I had to come up with a name really quick. So I called us Alpha. No, first I said Funk Brothers. It was Alpha oh, Omega. No, that's too much. <laughs> so I had to come up with a different name. I came up with Alpha Omega Funk Brothers. Yeah. So we carried that for about two years. And then we just cut off the Alpha Omega to keep it shorter. Now, you, you mentioned that you kind of got a little, did you get a start in the church like growing up? Because a lot of people had their start in gospel and then it just kind of sprang oh, into something else. I heard a lot of gospel music. My mother played a lot. But my dad played all the, the jazz, the James Brown, the, the Beatles, Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> you know, so I heard all that stuff, you know. So I didn't really, honestly, I didn't really get into church until probably about 23 years ago when my special son was kind of born, kind of changed my whole perspective uh, mm. as far as playing at church. Mm -hmm. So I started playing at church maybe 23 years ago, and they let me do it my own style because I don't probably play it exactly like you hear it on the <laughs> record. I do my own thing, but that's how God hooked me to be there all the time. Mm. You know, so yeah, that's how wow. it worked. <laughs> wow. Now, what, what what genre would you say that the music that you all play falls under? Because we talked about rock and we talked about those blues, jazz that you've been influenced by. But you guys play a little bit of everything. Yeah, it depends who wants to who wants to hire us. <laughs> if they want to hire us for a country band, we'll do that. But it sounds weird. I know it sounds weird, but Arnell's amazing. We can do almost anything. Mm. And um, I know I could ask them to stretch themselves. They probably thought I was crazy at first, but now we honestly can do anything. It doesn't matter. R&B, funk, rock, jazz. We even do Spanish music. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Now, you, you mentioned our good friend, Arnell. Ar We're going to bring you in, Arnell. Um, your background, we know, is very colorful because you've done a lot of things. You've been in this thing because it's a passion for you. Music is a passion for you. And so you've maintained just staying in this for a while. Give us a little bit of your background, and then we're also going to talk a little bit about how we met as well a few years ago. But give oh, us a little yeah. bit of your background. Well, you know, I started music at uh, the age of eight. Born and raised on the south side in the projects. Um, coming up and um, pretty much watching all the doo-wop groups like the Temptations. And then the Jackson Fire came along and blew me away. Mm. My first concert was the Motown Review at the Amphitheater on 47th and Halston in Chicago. Yes, yes. And man, I tell you what, I have not been the same since. The Jackson 5 came on, and people, I, in fact, my mom let me go to this concert with a friend, that an older friend in the building. And the funny story is, when the Jackson 5 came up, the people stormed the stage. Me and him got lost from each other. <laughs> I looked up, I was at a police station. <laughs> we ain't got, we ain't got, I, you know, I'm I'm eight years old. I'm trying to figure out where, where I'm at. So I ended up at the police station. Moms had to come and get me. So I told her the story. And she thought it was amazing, but was worried about me, you know, being lost. So they found me. And um, like I said, ever since then, I've never been the same. And I've watched the Jackson 5 
every time I see him mm. on TV. So got I to, I they say got to be Jackson. there, right? Got to be got there. Got to be there, yeah. <laughs> so I grew up with the Jackson Five, the Motown thing, the uh, Temptations, Stevie Wonder, Smokey Robinson, you know, uh, doo-wop groups throughout. And then the funk came. I started mm. listening to the Parliament, mm. Funkadelic, and that kind of blew my mind. So it's you know it's been a real passion for me to uh, that I experienced all this music, and then I started listening to jazz as I got a little older. Um, being a DJ at times in my young age and uh, playing all type of music, so you know it was nothing new to me when me and Jerome met. Uh, I had just came from being in a funk band and moved to Elgin from Schaumburg. Mm. But me and Jerome met on the basketball court. He can't stand me today because I was killing him on the court. <laughs> <laughs> now, how long has the band been together, Jerome, with the, the Funk Brothers? How long has the band been together? I'm going to say about nine years, which is hard to believe. Hard mm. to believe. Like eight, eight or nine years. Wow. Yeah. yeah, but but me and Jerome started a band. We had a funk band years ago, back in 88. Mm. And uh, we played for a while, and uh, he went and did the Christian rock thing. And then that's when I got in church and joined the uh, Anointed Chords, as you know. Right. And the Anointed Chords was together for 20-plus years. Wow. Yeah, we was together for 20 plus years. And uh, as you know, we we had some voices in that group. Wow. And, you know, speaking of the anointed chords, that's where we kind of got into uh, met each other because um, we were actually doing a tour uh, with some groups. And and um, we had, you know, met the anointed chords and you guys were like the temptations in gospel music. I yes, mean, y'all yes. came out dressed to the T, all looking good, smelling good, feeling good and had the moves and actually got the audience just up on their feet because they had they did not know what was coming because you guys brought something that had not been seen before. Um, people didn't know what to expect because the sound that you had and the musical style when you guys began to sing, you took that music and just turned it into a gospel flair. And um, it was like, instead of saying, have you seen her? It's like, have you seen him talking about Jesus or whatever it is? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you took the lyrics and made it your own. Oh, and yeah. uh, the yeah. audience was just swaying and just clapping and just having a good time. And that's what music does. It really reaches a soul. It's universal. It's a universal language. And um, years and years ago, when we met, we were just so happy to be able to connect and find you guys because you guys really were anointed chords. I mean, your throats, your your vocal cords were really anointed because of the way the sound that you brought. And um, I think we were it was it Tennessee that that yeah, we uh, took, that we took traveled. Up to Tennessee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we went to Tennessee and. Uh, and and you had another you had another young man that was under your wings. Yes, and I, he was. I, did did he become a? a yes, he did. Star? He's actually with the. Um, he was actually on BET, um, and doing I music. He's he's a, he's a, he's a he's up and rising. He's got albums out. He's traveling. So he made it, yeah. as they say. Yeah. He made it. Yeah. He was on Sunday's best. He was on Sunday's Best as well, and um, so it's just amazing. And he loves music to this day. He's still. 
he's still at it. And like yeah, I said, it's just an amazing a, young singer. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes and are. so he's doing gospel music today and he's just really having a good time. You know, Jerome, what were some of your musical influences? Because Arnell, like he mentioned, a lot of the groups, the Jackson Five and the different styles. But who were some of your musical influences um, early on? I'd probably say like uh, grade school, you know, like James Brown and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, as I got older, like in high school, I mean, to be honest, I'm not going to lie, like classic rock and all the mm. funk that was going on during the 70s. And my favorite band wound up being like, you know, Slave or Ohio mm. Players, Cameo, Barcase, Isaac Brothers. I just love the bass. The yeah, sound. yeah, yeah. You know, my favorite bass player is a guy from Slave. I mean, I, I do a lot of sliding. I didn't realize I do that, but I got that from him. Mm. And like I said, later on, I started doing more rock and I got a chance to go with that Christian rock group and we toured we toured for a year. That was a uh, church of rhythm. Oh, okay. Well so I, I learned a lot, man. I mean wow. I survived the road. I made it home in a year, still had my family. A lot of people can't say that. You know, <laughs> That's right. You know, I made it. I made it. Yeah. I made it. So that's awesome. Yeah. Arnell, what what brought the musical talents together? I mean, I, you said you beat Jerome on the basketball court and well, me, and that me, was he's still trying to pay for it today. But yeah, what yeah, brought the yeah. talents of all those other guys together? Um well, would you say well, for this group? This, this is how I joined the Funk Brothers with the Alpha Omega Funk Brothers at the time. They were doing jazz. And after Jerome and them did a thing for the pastor in his church they figured that they needed a vocalist. And Jerome knew that my background it, from from years ago, me and him started a, a funk band that he knew that I was going to be the guy for this. So yeah. he reached out and um, we got together and uh, we did a little rehearsaling and, you know, as, as it goes, it, from there on, we snowballed. And oh. right now, right now, today, we're we're probably one of the hottest bands in the northwest suburbs. We just opened up for a group at a place called the Rock House in East Dundee. And I tell you what, a lot of bands don't want us to open up. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. That is interesting. And so speaking of opening up and things like that, what is one of the best shows that you um, have played um, and why was it special? You know, because um, Arnell, there's a lot of you've had a lot of performances over the years. But with, oh, the, yeah, with this particular group, uh, what was one of the best shows that you've played and, and why was it special to you? Well, I got to say the first year we did Elgin's um, Riff Fest. Okay. Our hometown. And I mean, people had knew about us. They had seen us at at the local nightclubs and stuff here, but they had never seen us on a platform that large. Mm. And uh I tell you what, um, it, had be, it had to be a hundred and twenty seven degrees on the stage that day. Oh my! Oh my! Yeah, but but I, I, I kid you not, we wowed the crowd. Wow! Wow! That's interesting. And Jerome, what would you say was your best show that you've played so far? Um, I think we're getting a little feedback from your microphone, Jerome. Yeah, man, that's the guy who's blowing the grass in the backyard. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. run in the basement. I'm gonna run in the basement. Okay. Um, to be honest, um, 
I'd say the best show. I don't think we've done it yet. Mm. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. Wow. Um, I think it's still coming. Uh, I think I found a place to go. I go in the basement. <laughs> Hold on. Um, I, I, I think this show we just did was pretty good. So I, mean, I got to go in the basement because all the noise is coming sure, out. Quite, well, you know, let me ask you a question, Arnell. You know, let me ask you a question, Arnell. What what skills do you think that you need to be in a band? Because people want to just think that they've got it. They can just, you know, play an instrument and that they could get together with two or three people. But what do you think is the, the skills that's needed to have a solid band and longevity in the band? Well, let me let me let me give you this, Sheila. I'm not I don't play any instruments. I play a little drums. I tinkle with a little keyboard every now and then, but I'm not a gifted musician. I'm pretty much a vocalist. Okay. So these these guys have been playing. You know, we had Jeff Williams, you know, mm. our guitar player that was with the anointing chords. Yeah. He played with us for a while. And Jeff Williams was probably one of the best guitar players we've had in a while. We've I've read across some some good ones now, but Jeff has moved on. But these guys have been playing like our keyboard player, um, Chip, has been playing keyboard and piano since he was a baby. Oh, <laughs> and I've never seen nobody as gifted as this guy. He yeah. is a professional. He has a professional mind when it comes to music. Jerome don't read music, but. Chap reads music, and he is what we call the maestro of this band. He kind of puts everything in perspective. But you have to, if you want, you know, to to be a musician, mm. is to pick whatever instrument that you have up every day. Practice, practice, practice. Mm. That is the key. You know, practice make perfect. Right, right. I got a grandson playing violin, mm -hmm. and I see some violinists online that have turned violins into funk violins, where they're playing jazz and funk music on violins. And wow. I'm telling him, if you really want to be gifted with that with that particular instrument, mm -hmm. practice, learn the ins and out of it. Learn what other different things you can do with it. Now, my vocals, I had to jump from gospel music to funk music, which I've always wanted to do. It, it, is, a, it is a dream of mine. Mm. And Jerome will tell you, um, I look at a lot of live music. I go to a lot of live concerts, professionals, to just to see how they do it, I, I study them, I look them up, see what they're doing to keep their voices intact, mm. and I try to follow that standard. And I'm uh, and, and I'm telling you, I don't think, and Jerome will tell you, that there's another <laughs> unprofessional yeah. lead man out there mm. that can do what I do. Wow. I, now, I, I put every I put all my heart and soul into this because it's what I love. Yeah, yeah. You can tell it's a passion. You can definitely tell it's a passion, you know, for you. You know, Jerome, there's a lot of people that can play instruments and 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 some can sing. Like Arnell, he's an awesome singer. He's an awesome singer. One of the best out there, like he said, in this whole area. But the question I have is that um if you don't have good material, I mean, I know that you're a writer. 
are you still currently trying to write music for the band? Because it makes a difference having good music. Yeah. I mean, you know, lyrics is is it makes a difference. You can um, have somebody that could play, but if if yeah. it's not the wording is not good, then it doesn't right. come together. So, what do you say about writing music? I think the two things that make us really different is even when we play cover songs, we don't play like a cover band. We play like our own way, which is mm. it's crazy. So, I never in my life thought I would ever write for this band. But last month, I actually started doing it. And I got a song that's ready now we're going to record. And I only say that because we've been doing our, you know, regular Funk Brothers for so long, mm-hmm. I just never thought I'd ever write for the band. Wow. And um, I'm not lying. It just happened a month ago. Mm. And the song has like a Bruno Mars feel, Commodore's feel. And I, I, I'm inspired when I write. Um mm-hmm. I've written for a lot of different people and stuff. I kind of expose myself a lot in my lyrics, but mm-hmm. just like when I play, I just put everything into it. So wow. Yeah. Now, Arnel, are there more? Are there more um, vocals in the group besides yourself? Because I know there's a lot of musicians. Well, they, they they all sing background. Okay. I'm okay. the lead, I'm the lead vocalist, so I'm Lionel Richie. I'm I'm, I'm Charlie Wilson. Michael Jackson. I'm, I'm Michael Jackson. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm David Ruffin. <laughs> Luther Vandross. You all of them. And um, I, and I and and all those different songs that we do from different artists, I'm pretty much close to almost sounding like those artists. I've I've mm-hmm. I've mastered. The, the art, like Jamie Foxx. Yeah. He's mastered the art of when he's seeing like another artist that he sounds almost like. Yeah. I've You're mastered right. that. Mm. So when I sing a song, I'm going, I, I'm with, I'm, I sing a lot of different keys. I'm jumping from a rock song almost to a soul song almost to a funk song, you know, sometimes to a love ballad. And you have to sing all those songs in the key that is played here. So uh-huh. you got to have a good ear and a good memory to uh, recognize what how you want to sing their songs. Wow, that's amazing. How you want to attack them, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's a talent. That's a skill to be able to take something and make it your own, you know, to the yeah. point where people are just like, you know, they, they, they're, they're appreciating the artist, but they're so happy to hear it sounding so close as that is as if they're in the concert with that particular artist. So that is definitely a skill. You know, oh, let's shows, talk. Uh-huh. Our shows, our shows sometimes can be off the off the chain with, mm. with the way we do things. So yeah, wow. we're we're pretty close. We we love to do live concerts. We we don't call ourselves um we don't in, in other words, we're not a karaoke band. Anytime we <laughs> hit a stage, we're unregular. Because we can take mm. a song and start adding stuff in. It's like mixing gumbo. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We take a folk <laughs> song and stretch it. with, And you may hear five or six different songs within that one song that we start. Wow, that, that is amazing. Now, yeah. what are, let's talk about some of the upcoming shows that you guys have coming up. Because I know you've been making appearances. You, you're hot. You're rising like dough, as I say. Jerome, what are some of the appearances and some of the shows that you guys have up and coming on the calendar? I know well, we have a, we have a lot of festivals coming up. Um, 
and a lot of private parties, corporate parties. Mm. Uh, we're booked. Uh, we're booked in November. Mm. And I, actually, I can. I, actually, I, I, can, I, actually, I, I can stopped booking shows right now. Yeah. Okay, let's hear some of those dates, um, Arnell. Let's hear some of those dates so people can be able to show up May, at some of these May, locations. May the twentieth, we're at Harps Lounge in uh, Hampshire, Illinois. We never been. Uh, May the twenty seventh, we're at Pub Seventy Two, uh, Route Route Seventy Two in Gilberts, Illinois. Mm. Hold on, I got, I got, I got them here. Uh, then we go down to June. We're kind of. Skipping through, I think June the 9th, no, June the 10th, we have a tentative day coming for um, a young man that's doing a food drive or uh, a vendor's type of deal here in Elgin. So we're waiting on that. But Thursday, June the 15th, we're at Bally Doyle's in uh, Aurora. Aurora. That's in Aurora. Okay. We're doing yeah. a food, they're doing a food drive. Uh, June 10th. Two shows in one day. Hmm. We're doing Hoffman Estates, Illinois, Juneteenth Festival. And then after that, we're packing up and we'll be in Dixon, Illinois. Oh. For their Juneteenth. Uh, <laughs> June 23rd, we're at our home base. We play here all the time here in Elgin at a place called Danny's on Douglas. Uh, we're pretty busy. Uh, yeah, we're pretty busy. We're pretty yeah. much covered all the way and to then, November. So, yeah. Yeah. And and then June twenty fourth, the very next day, we're in Cedarburg, Wisconsin. Oh yeah, it's called North Forty Eight. Hmm. Now Jerome is the person that does all the bookings. You, Jerome, you're the yes. person that takes care of the the booking and the management, right? <laughs> yeah, my wife said I got too many shows, <laughs> so I've been I've been slowing down, man. Yeah, I don't think he wants you to call them all off, Arnell, because you might hear, wait a minute, y'all booked till November. And that's a hot band when you have all of those bookings. You yeah. know, being busy is key because it's that means crazy. that you're sharing the music with people, getting that music out there. It's really important. Now, when are you all going back into the studio? You mentioned that you have, um, you, um, you wrote some music and things. I'm probably going to start recording at our guitar player's house like any day now. Because okay. I've, I've had a song done, it's been done for like, a month but nobody's heard it yet hmm. so I'll, I'll go there i'll record like the whole song then let everybody hear it and then they can put their own spin on it but uh wow i never thought i'd do this for this band so this is gonna be something new but i think uh it's gonna be pretty nice to be honest wow so, wow yeah. it, you know it, it's pretty awesome it's pretty awesome um arnell what do you like most about being a part of the funk brothers band um, is it the camaraderie, your brothers, you play well, basketball well, on the downtime? Well, me and, me and Jerome got a, a, a love-hate relationship. We've been exactly. knowing each other for 40-some years, and he's like a brother, to be honest with you. We can we open up, and we 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 vent with each other, and uh, I can say, I, I can pretty much talk to him like I would my own blood. Mm. Um now the rest of the guys, we we're all close. We we enjoy being around each other. We enjoy playing with each other. We've added some new pieces that come in and out. So all these guys have been affiliated with with Jerome. Jerome is like the the main piece. So everybody that's in this band had some kind of camaraderie with Mr. Cunningham. 
Because I'm old, man. I'm old. Right. Man. <laughs> well, we, we both we both that, but we ain't gonna talk about that right now. <laughs> you know, Jerome, how can the audience get in contact with you uh with the band to be able to get more bookings, you know, and uh to find out more about, you know, some things that are going on when the recording is gonna be happening, when that particular project is is being dropped. Um, give our audience you know, some contact information so they could be able to call, um, hire you guys going in okay. even, even into next year because you're booked until November, but going into the January, February, March and do the winter. You know, you guys yeah. travel a lot. I know you guys travel yeah. going from yeah. state to state. So um, how yeah. can our audience get in contact with you? Um, they can go to our website, uh, Uh We're on Facebook too, uh, Instagram, Twitter. But uh, yeah, they can just... Look up there. My number, my phone number's on everything too, and just call me directly, and we'll go to work. Yeah. And give them that spelling so they make sure they get that spelling um, right. Funk Brothers, but instead of an S, it's with a Z, so we don't go to jail. <laughs> so that's Funk Brothers, F N U K B R O T H E R Z. Um, the Z is on the end and um, the Z is for zeal. They've got it going on. They're excited They're They bring it. They give you a hundred percent when they're performing. And so th- these dates that Arnell mentioned, you don't want to miss those dates because those are that's where you can he- be able to hear them in different areas, different cities coming to a town near you. OK, so you want to check out their website, check out all of their social media sites to find out what's going on uh, with Arnell Grady and also Jerome Cunningham and the band, the Funk Brothers, because they've got some talented musicians, um, awesome singers. Their lead singer with us today <laughs> is here doing it. And and uh, really just I'm just so excited to reconnect with you guys because it's been, um, as they say, a minute. Arnell, that we were able to uh, reconnect. And so now that we've reconnected, I want to make sure that we're actually telling people about you guys and, um, you know, helping out spreading this music anywhere we can um, to others that have not heard it. So thank yeah. you guys so much. Is there something else you guys want to say, Arnell or Jerome? Before we, uh, go I just want to say I appreciate you still trying to keep up with me. And uh, <laughs> you are still doing big things, young lady. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, well, following in behind you all, we're just following in behind you all steam, I'm telling you. Because <laughs> the Funk Brothers is definitely making it happen. I'm so excited to to um ready for the new stuff that's coming out, but I'm excited to hear uh what's what's gonna be happening in the new fu- in the near future. Excited to see that you guys are busy. This is a passion for you guys. You guys are doing this because you love to do it, not because you don't have anything to do. You're not retired, you're refired. And that's what's exciting about oh, this, you know. <laughs> Jerome, is there anything that you would like to say to our audience? Uh, just, hey, thank you guys for having us. Uh, I'm going to cheat and tell you guys the name of the song. The name of the song is called Street Lights. Oh, oh you heard it day, here, folks. Yeah, remember back in the day you had to be home before the street lights came on? <laughs> All right. You, you want to listen to it. You heard it here first on Gifted with Sheila White. Friends, we want to thank you for listening today. If you did not hear this entire broadcast, I want you to visit our website at www.road2eternity.net. Listen, you can get information on there about the Funk Brothers. Their information will be on there of how you can get in contact with them. We want you to share 
their website, share their music. They're, they're, they're making it happen. They're doing great things. And we are just really, really happy to be a part of their circle. Thank you, gentlemen, so much for being a part of this broadcast today. And until next time, friends, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. We hope you understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company. 